It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Now, yesterday, uh, the leader of uh, the DUP and Northern Ireland's First Minister made uh, this historic announcement. A short time ago, I called my party chairman to inform him that I intend to step down as leader of the Democratic Unionist Party on the 28th of May and as the First Minister of Northern Ireland at the end of June. The 28th of May and uh, the end of June, Arlene Foster is uh, to step down as First Minister and indeed as leader of uh, the DUP. And she reflected in her announcement yesterday on perhaps what are some of the reasons for her coming to this position. The three years without devolution caused untold harm to our public services and the RHI inquiry was a difficult period. The protocol being foisted upon Northern Ireland against the will of unionists has served to destabilise Northern Ireland in more recent times. So it will be a DUP without Arlene Foster. So what does the future hold for the DUP? I have sought to lead the party and Northern Ireland away from division and towards a better path. There are people in Northern Ireland with a British identity. Others are Irish Others are Northern Irish, others are a mixture of all three, and some are new and emerging. We must all learn to be generous to each other, to live together and to share this wonderful country. The future of unionism and Northern Ireland will not be found in division. It will only be found in sharing this place we are all privileged to call home. Maybe so, maybe not. If uh, Jim Wells has his way, after all, Jim Wells, a DUP MLA for South Down, was behind this eve against Miss Foster. Good morning to Jim Wells, and thank you indeed for joining <laughs> us on the programme today. But I, I was involved. I was involved. But um, no, uh, to say I'm behind it would be maybe a bit of an exaggeration. Mm, wouldn't be too but much of an exaggeration. Very much in support of it, I have to say. It, it wouldn't be too much of an exaggeration, would it? Well, uh, there was a crucial vote in the Assembly last Tuesday, which I called. Yes. And I think that was uh, vital. But this had been building up for months. And that vote as it, on its own last Tuesday would not have led to anything. It was a straw that broke the camel's back with the issue. But you were asked by the DUP to drop uh, that motion, weren't you? I, I was. I was. Um. And I pushed it to a vote. 
because uh, it's difficult to explain to... And you got the support of, what was it, 23 of the MLAs? 23, 23. 23, Who, 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 like yourself, didn't want there to be a ban put in place on gay conversion therapy? That wasn't the issue. It was there was no protection for clerics and priests who wished to advise their congregations on what they believed to be the sincerely held religious views. The legislation, if it had gone through, would mm. put those people before the courts. Mm. And we want to protect all clerics of all denominations mm. to express their views in their churches. And no, and I'm not arguing the merits of that, but the situation is that you wanted clerics to be able to convince gay people that they could stop being gay and become heterosexual. It, it, it was much worse than that, Mike. It was right. if they prayed for or gave spiritual advice right. or quoted from scriptures on the views on same-sex attraction, they would end up in court. And I will never vote for anything that puts a priest or a cleric or an elder no. or a pastor in prison for sincerely articulating his views on that issue. Okay. I'll never do it. Yeah, that, that was, that but, was uh, but, but, uh, Arlene, Arlene couldn't support that. Yeah, she abstained. Uh, uh, and that sort of was the straw that broke uh, the back of many of the MLAs. I think you're right. I think that was the catalyst. But there had been many. The, mm. the main issue was, was protocol. Because Jim Wells wouldn't drop it. That's what I was saying. You were behind the heat. Jim, Jim Wells had no intention of dropping it because yes. a lot of DUP backbenchers mm. were secretly pleading with him to mm. make certain it went to a vote. And of course, this would have uh, the support of Edwin Poots, uh, who you're yeah, now supporting. I'm very much. I don't have a vote at the moment because I, I have been expelled into yes. a political mm-hmm. desert and you can see how shy and retiring have been in the last three years. Yes. But what I, what I can say to you, Mike, is that I've known Edwin for 40 years and I think he's a man of principle. He's also the most experienced candidate by miles. He's held four separate ministerial posts at Stormont. And I believe he can unite the party in a coherent fashion on the protocol and on the moral issues, which many people in Northern Ireland feel very strongly about. Yeah. Um, could he be considered to be a bigot, racist, sexist, sectarian? Good grief. If you, would you dare say that about somebody from Sinn Féin? No, or but... somebody from, from Fine Gael? That's outrageous, Michael. And you, as one of the highest paid journalists in, in the House Republic, <laughs> well, should be ashamed well, I, I, Yes, yes, I, 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 I'd ask exactly the same question if somebody from one of those parties was saying that people shouldn't donate blood if they're gay. Uh, that yes, because be- it's not safe. Yes, but not safe. That's why. I mean, but gay people, at least, uh, and other people would consider that to be bigoted. Uh, he, he was saying that people shouldn't give blood uh, if they had sex in Africa. Some people would consider that to be racist, would they not? And so does the World Health Organization as well, by the way. And so does 97 other countries. Oh, yes, they're all bigoted homophobes as well, are they? Only 16 countries in the world allows the gay population to give blood. He said said Arlene Foster's most important job was to be a wife, mother and daughter. Could be considered to be sexist, could it not? No, I don't. I think think my wife and many others feel the, the, the vital role they play is to be a wife, mother and daughter, as well as their careers. Uh, I, th- I think uh, the great contribution that so many women in, in Ireland have made is to bring up strong, confident children, as well as pursuing careers. I, I don't see there being a contradiction there. And I have to say, Arlene has brought up three marvellous children, and I wouldn't criticise you for one moment for doing that and pursuing a, a, a very long-term career in politics. He, he said to the Belfast Telegraph in 2018 uh, that... It was Ian Paisley's influence on him that it ensured that as a young man he didn't get involved with paramilitaries because of how angry he was. Uh, that could be seen to have been sectarian, could it not? 
No, no. To get involved in pa- Paisley, with paramilitaries? Ian Paisley did deflect many people away from more sinister forces by giving them a, an avenue, giving them a political road to campaign on issues such as the IRA's ongoing campaign, such as people trying to undermine the constitutional position of Northern Ireland. And I think Ian Paisley to be congratulated for that. That's something he achieved that maybe many people don't recognise. But if you're trying to say that Edwin Prince is unsuitable to be the First Minister of Northern Ireland, first of all, I don't know that quite right that a, a, a DJ or a presenter in the Irish Republic has a right to say that. That's the first thing. And secondly, they don't know the track record of Edwin. Edwin has been an excellent minister in four very difficult departments, including health, and, and has really built up a strong support base of people who see his talent and his ability and see that he will support traditional marriage and he will not support the killing of the unborn child. And on that alone, I think he deserves support. Mm. Well, I wasn't questioning his suitability. I was asking if people would have perceived him in a, a certain way, which you said was outrageous, but uh, I think I've explained... It's outrageous for a, a leading presenter in the Irish Republic well, well, to say that. But, I mean, I think you accept that there's grounds to ask those questions, and undoubtedly you'll agree that people will be asking those questions or, or claiming that that is the case because of the issues that I've just outlined to you. Yes, and that would also the many people who will support him and see has them given clear, coherent leadership, particularly in the protocol issue, which is the biggest single threat to the constitutional mm. position of Northern Ireland. And what will and that? I think what will that mean in terms of Edwin Poots uh, if he does become the leader of the DUP, working uh, in a power-sharing government with Sinn Fein? Uh, given that it was Ian Paisley, when Ian Paisley was saying Ulster says no, uh, that influenced him. Uh, to the extent that he decided that he actually wouldn't join one of the paramilitaries. Well, remember, Edwin Pritz has been an executive for over 10 years and has been doing exactly that in his capacity as a minister. Sinn Féin have never criticised him. He has worked when needs be for the, for the best interests of all the people of Northern Ireland. He has, he has advocated better health care in nationalist as well as unionist areas. So therefore, he has shown himself already to work well with political opponents. He's got vast experience, and also people trust him because he will not send out the mixed messages on the protocol. Where one week we say we're not going to attend North-South bodies, and the next week we do. And then we go in and say, but we didn't fully engage. Well, the unionist community can't accept that. Where we said that we were totally opposed to the protocol, and then we say there's some benefits to it. I mean, Edwin Poots will be very clear and give us that leadership. Now, as I say, uh, I'm only one individual, but I understand there are many people out there who are supportive of him. Mm, well, you're uh, certainly at the centre of all of this. Uh, mm. I- 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 is it true to say that the reason that Arlene Foster uh, was ousted was because she was conned by Boris Johnson because of the confidence and supply agreement that she entered into, uh, which uh, allowed Boris Johnson to pull the wall over the eyes of the DUP? She was terribly let down by Boris Johnson. In fact, I mean, he didn't tell the truth. But I think the problem was when that happened, the party needed to send out a very clear message as to how we would deal with that situation. And to turn around and say that there was any merit at all in the protocol that it could bring more investment to Northern Ireland, that sent out a very mixed message. Uh, we, nobody in Northern Ireland, no unionist in Northern Ireland sees this anything but toxic as far as our constitutional and trading position is. And being left marooned within the internal market does not encourage anyone here. The difficulty wasn't so much 
the message in the protocol, it was the lack of consistency in that message. And that has to be the dominant issue that led to yesterday's decision. Mm. It was your support, though, that enabled Boris Johnson to strike this deal with the European Union, which you're so opposed to. And there's no going back now, is there? Yeah, but remember, Mike, we did not. When I voted on in the referendum, it wasn't am I voting for Brexit plus protocol. Mm. There was no mention of protocol until October 2019, three years after sure, the referendum. Sure, but, but, but the decision we of the DUP to go into a confidence and supply agreement with the Conservative Party gave... Boris Johnson the mandate or, or the necessary support to go ahead with a, a deal with Europe uh, and, 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 and then he leached on the deal that he had with the DUP uh, he, he was very dishonest with you and he sold you out uh, and it was like a slow train crash uh, which Arlene Foster didn't see and that's the sword now that she's fallen on uh, but there's no going back from that now is there? Well, we have ta- we're taking a judicial review as we speak in the courts and uh, to 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 try and under under overturn the the, the pro- protocol. We're using every legitimate message and method that we can use to to prevent it, because we're going to have had a crisis, Mike, and you and I are going to talk about this an awful lot come October. The derogation in medicines ends at the end of September. After that, 98% of our medicines, which are coming from GB, will have to be checked by up to mm. European standards. That's the DUP's uh, fault, though, isn't it? No, the DUP didn't. The DUP didn't advocate it. We fought that bitterly. But once no, you, supported, online, you supported you supported the government, the Conservative Party government, the Conservative Party leader, the Prime Minister who struck this deal with uh, the European Union. We supported Brexit. Uh, when we realised that Boris Johnson had gone to the world and come up with a deal which was toxic to the future of Northern Ireland, we opposed it bitterly and will continue to do so, mm. but we need to do that with more consistency. And as this protocol starts to unwind, more and more people throughout the UK will realise something has to be done. And indeed, the government have been taken to the European Court of Justice at the moment for one a variation of it on, on horticulture. That's going to have to be done for so many products, so we're going to face a crisis here. But the DUP in the middle of this has to have an absolutely crucial message. Who, who do you expect? Clear message. Who, who do you expect to be the next first minister? You expect Edwin Poots uh, to be the next leader of uh, the Democratic Unionist Party, but uh, it may be a, a different person who takes up the role of first minister. Y- yes, Mike, and I don't actually know the answer to that um, because. There's all sorts of permutations asked. I mean, what I can tell you is I believe that Edwin Putsch will be in there in one of the senior positions. It'll be his call as to whether he takes leader and first minister, either or, and or both. And I think there's a lot of discussion going on. There's very strong arguments for him taking both, and there's very strong arguments against. I'm not certain if anyone has come to a conclusion on that. But whatever decision he does make, he'll have my 100% support. Okay, we leave it there. Thank you indeed for joining us this morning. That's Jim Wells, DUP, MLA for Southdown. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.